some of you guys may know this. Some, I get sometimes I get called the enthusiastic Alaska guy, and because uh, I'm always like someone says that's a hike, and I'm oh that hike's awesome, and I get excited. And so uh, I was just reading the bio for Sarah Jane Fisher here, and uh, if you read that, I think she is the enthusiastic Alaska woman. So let us <laughs> give a big round of hair and for Sarah, a big round of applause for Sarah Jane, our last storyteller tonight. that if John Cougar Mellencamp uh, wrote a song about my youth, the lyrics would go something like, I was born in a small conservative oil town and raised by communists. <laughs> um, when I was seven years old, my family moved to Valdez so that my dad could work across the bay at Alyeska. And for those of you that don't know, Valdez is where the pipeline ends. Um, and while it's spectacularly beautiful and a wonderful small community, it's hardly a mecca for left-leaning individuals like my parents. And I think Jamie can ver <laughs> verify that that's the case. And so it wasn't a complete surprise when after about a year, given my dad's politics and his uh, willingness to openly and frequently share those politics, his employment at Alyeska abruptly ended. And I remember coming home when I was eight, when he was supposed to be at work, and he was surrounded by boxes, and he proudly proclaimed, I'm your new mom. <laughs> and I, uh, I wasn't as excited as him, and I remember thinking, like, my god, why can't you join the Elks Lodge, um, work from nine to five, and end your day with a beer like the rest of the dads? Um, but that wasn't the case, and a new mom I had and this new mom liked to spend his free time rollerblading around our town. <laughs> and he, he grew his hair out long. And I, I had to spend my childhood asking, Dad, I don't think my sixth grade friends really appreciate you lecturing us on the benefits of the redistribution of wealth. And maybe you could use the phrase warmongering a little less at the grocery store <laughs> or at the post office. Um, but then as I embarked on high school, I kind of made my own decisions to kind of cement my status on kind of the outskirts of mainstream Valdez society. So in the 80s and 90s, basketball was to Valdez as football is to a town like Dillon, Texas. Like, Valdez is totally obsessed with basketball, and it makes sense. We're buried in about 100 feet of snow 11 months out of the year. So spending time at a gymnasium every weekend is a good way to kill time. And so I was super cool from like 8 to 13 because I was a baller. Um, <laughs> I did little dribblers. I spent my summers at these weirdly religious-themed basketball camps in the valley. <laughs> and so with the exception of my mom forcing me to wear my headgear on junior high basketball away trips. I'm not joking. Um, and it wasn't the like behind the neck forgiving headgear. This was a denim strap that went over my entire head. So they were cheap communist, but um, with the exception of that mortifying episode, I was super cool. But then I decided, you know, I want to join those five other kids who have the shared destiny of spending our weekends in unitard spandex suits, and I want to be a cross-country skier. And so 
in, in my head at least, I think cross-country skiing was kind of cool in Anchorage, but um, let me assure you, cross-country skiing was not the um, Keegan Randall sport that it was here. This was uh, akin to a social suicide decision. <laughs> and I made some other choices that kind of yeah, work were questionable in my parents' uh, lead. When I was, uh, I was student body vice president and I got to say the pledge one day over the speakers and I was like, this is it. I'm gonna make my Martin Luther King Jr. moment. And I ended the pledge by saying one nation under Allah, which in, <laughs> which, <laughs> At, at Valdez High School, my peers weren't exactly like, awesome. They're like, what is wrong with you? And so all of this, I wish I was joking on some of this, but. And so all of this kind of culminated when I was embarking on, I'm at the end of my senior year. My dad and I had just spent a week touring East Coast colleges. And I'm kind of getting out of this purgatory of I think I fit in, I actually don't fit in. And um, I found myself on the forefront of cyberbullying. And I got back from my trip and my 15-year-old sister was like, dude, there's this website totally dedicated to hating you. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's your fantasy. And <laughs> that would be a dream come true for you, but I'm pretty sure you're over-exaggerating, Allie. But, um, she was not. In fact, this website that I saw and that the entire high school had seen literally opened with the line, this is for all you people that hate Sarah Fisher. <laughs> and they had three reasons, this anonymous author, why I was hate hateable. And the first was, she'll probably cry when, when she reads this. Well, one for one, because <laughs> as an emotional 17-year-old, I definitely did cry when I read it, but I would take a gander that most of us, if we had a public website entirely dedicated to hating us, would cry. <laughs> um, the second reason was that I didn't brush my hair. Now, it's probably true to this day, and it's hilarious because I got a haircut today and everyone's been like, your hair looks awesome. And I'm like, yeah, I got a brush today. Uh, so, Two for two, this author was. But then the third reason was that they had heard a rumor that I thought fat people should not be allowed to be married. <laughs> and so I can assure you that at the time, this was a complete lie, and it remains, it remains untrue to this day. I think everybody should be able to get married. Um, I can only surmise that maybe because my dad and I spent so much time in spandex, they were like, dude, those people totally think fat people are, you know, so that we hated fat people. But the worst part about this was people could comment on it, so it ran the gamut of my basketball player friends were like, we're going to kick your ass if we find out who it is, to like, yeah, that girl's hair is a hot mess. <laughs> and she's extremely prejudiced against the overweight. Um, but in the most stunning turn of politics, my First Amendment-loving parents had the website taken down. And I've never been so grateful for them to just embrace censorship <laughs> and shun freedom of speech. And I was also never so thrilled that I was about to get as far as away as I could from Valdez and um, head to college in the furthest place possible. But after a decade away, um, spent mostly at Aveda salons trying to cure the problem, 
you know, I'm now back in Alaska, and I think that if John Cougar Mellencamp could observe my life now, he might say something like, my parents still live in the same small town, and that's not only good enough for me, it's really awesome that I found exactly where I fit in back in my home state.